Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. The world's just changed so radically, and we're all running to catch up. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? With the best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Dr. Malcolm, I have to share a few campfire stories with my uncle. You can convince the Washington Post and the skeptical inquirer of whatever you want. But I was there, I know what happened, and so do you. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Hello, welcome to episode 45 of Jurassic Minutes, the April issue. A little bit late, but we're here for April. Um, where we discuss recent movie time franchise news for the Jurassic series. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this episode, uh, episode we're discussing uh, the reveal of the male bull T-Rex, uh, Mattel. Uh, Going to get to that in a bit. Uh, the fantastic effort that Universal is putting into celebrating its biggest franchise. And uh, a couple other things to go <laughs> along along the way. But first, David, uh, I'll go first with recent toy and prop purchases because I've only got one thing. Uh, I thought it was the Camp Cretaceous baby Brachiosaur, but it's the uh, the Danger Pack uh, baby Brachiosaurus, which I'm pretty sure is the same thing, just a little bit different paint. Uh, it was in, in one of my local stores. I thought uh, I haven't been buying any of the new Mattel stuff, but uh, I thought it would go, go good against the big uh, legacy Brachiosaurus, having an infant with it as well. So very happy with it. And, uh, yeah, that's the extent of my <laughs> my my purchases over the last month. You've uh, you've been busy, Dave. I have been. Unfortunately, I still have not found any baby brachiosaurs in any stores anywhere. Oh. And the online offerings seem kind of steep. They're like three times what I see, what I what I retail for. Yep. But yeah, I, I picked up a couple things this month. Um, this this one I just got today was the Jurassic World security guard badge replica off Merchoid. And um, it's shiny. <laughs> I kind of want to go out and buy one of those uh, badge wallets for it. <laughs> is it is it like the the park ranger park ranger badge or is, oh, oh sorry security? Um, no, it's yeah, it's the actual security officer badge. So. Oh okay, yep, yep. And then I also was able to find the the Hammond Collection Pachycephalosaurus in store, and I love it. Nice. <laughs> it, it does. It looks so good. Yeah, I've um had a recent update. It's going to be coming here. We're going to be getting stores in August, apparently. So, a um, little bit of a wait, but uh, hopefully, it might duck its duck its head up at the uh, the July sales we normally have for the start of the new financial year. And lastly, we discussed this one on our last uh, month episode, but the Noble Collection Baby Raptor we turned in stock in on Amazon. I haven't seen the toy, the Jurassic toy collectibles on the Noble Collection website yet, but they're being restocked on Amazon, so that's good to see. The baby raptor is, in fact, life size. I can confirm that now, having it in hand, mm-hmm. and it looks great. Yeah, there's been a lot of lot of people in the the uh, the franchise franchise the fandom that have been getting their hands on that, and it is a good thing that it's come back up on Amazon for purchase because we were. We were worried whether or not you'd be able to get it after that initial run, and uh, mm-hmm. 
it's going to be a going theme into some of this new 30th anniversary stuff that's been done as well. Just how much backup and second runs, third runs, are they going to be of things or if it's just one and done and if you didn't get it, you're going to be paying a lot more money on eBay <laughs> if uh, mm-hmm. if you want to get it. But um, it's a fantastic looking figure. I haven't got it yet. I am sort of looking if it's back on Amazon, I might check Amazon AU and see if uh, if they can ship it in for me. But uh, very good. You didn't, uh, did they have the blue as well or you didn't didn't want to get both of them yeah, at once? They do have the blue back in stock as well. I only bought the egg because that was the one that I wanted more. I'm not sure if I'm going to go for the blue one not or yet, yet or not because I'm not like super satisfied with the finish. I mean, for only like 30 bucks, I mean, you can't really complain too much. <laughs> I mean, it's clearly not going to be collectible quality paint here or like high scale collectible, I should say, quality paint here. But it's, I mean, it's passable. It looks good on sitting on the shelf, but I don't think I'm going to go for blue. Mm-hmm. Oh, too easy. Um, so that's basically it for our, uh, our collectibles, <laughs> what we've been purchasing. Uh, Dave, how about we get into some news? Sounds good. What species is this? Uh, it's a velociraptor. You bred raptors. I don't think it was March. I think it was February's issue of the minutes. We uh, we had the leak of the the buck, the male Tyrannosaur from the Lost World, the M Class Explorer and the uh, Explorer, the M Class Mercedes, and the uh, the Lost World version of Ian Malcolm. The second two we still haven't seen anything official yet. Apparently, it's still a couple of weeks away. But uh, they have released uh, photos in hand of the buck, the male Rex. Um, not quite. The same paint as what we see in that leak. This must be a different test shot or something. A little less of the darker colours on the back around that pitiful <laughs> attempt at yellow paint on his uh, on his spine there. But Dave, we've both had uh, spent a lot of money on custom male T Rexes. You've got a lot more than me. What about the cheaper version here of the Mattel <laughs> Buck T Rex? <laughs> Anyone straight that, to Goodwill as soon as they get this set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone that follows the um, uh, Jurassicpedia on Facebook, uh, behind the gates of that sort of thing, you would have seen m- many of our comments when this thing was revealed. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. It's a shame. I know, I think you brought it up, the fact that uh, it looks like they've spent a lot more money and uh, painting that on the M-Class and Ian himself, and maybe if they hadn't done that, then could have shared a bit more back to the male rex but um yeah yeah. i think um in terms of this set mattel knows who or i mean they know what the target of this set is it's the m class that people have been scrambling for i fully expect them to eventually do a male t-rex in hammond collection and I fully expect it to be much better than this, which is basically <laughs> just a kind of green blob with some yellow and black stripes, kind of like just in the center of the back. Mm. This is very, very, I mean, it's very, very underwhelming, but we've already known that it was going to be underwhelming. And like I said, I think Mattel's focus was solely on Malcolm in the car here. Just yeah. because they know that, I mean, they release... Uh, First of all, Mattel has to have, I think, a dinosaur with every vehicle release, and I think that's what the um, 
mandate by Universal just because they didn't think the cars were selling well enough without one. And second, I mean, um, Mattel releases so many T-Rexes all the time, so it's not going to be, it's not going to be a big deal if this one's kind of a miss, you know? I think we we know it, they know it. And I think they'll probably probably eventually re-release the sculpt with better paint sometime in the future, I hope. Mm, mm, <laughs> yeah, great. Um yeah, well, you bring up the fact that they spend more on the vehicles now. I'm just thinking back to the the Roland set, for instance. I'm pretty sure the the Parasol office wasn't too bad with that, but then you do just have the Jeep that's pretty much olive drab. There's no like the M class is going to have the the pattern on it, which is a lot more paint. And of course, Ian's wearing different the the red shirt and that as well. So there's different colors that are going to be going on to Ian as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the different head sculpt too. He's got the short um, mm, Lost World hair. Yeah. Um, there was something yeah. else. What was I going? To the say? head sculpt is nice. We do we can see a bit more of that new head sculpt, but yeah, as the as a figure itself, it's very underwhelming. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that so whoever buys it will end up, um, they'll just repaint it into more accurate colors. But for me, I just it's not worth it for me to keep it, especially having this very nice Hammond collection male t-rex on my shelf (laughs) i'm looking at mine now very nice very nice i suppose the other thing too um i haven't got the 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 articles or any hand photos up here but we've just got two more trenosaurs have been announced too two sort of desert desert camo desert uh colored ones and just the paint looks so much better on them uh, and they're not yeah. they're not on screen versions of any Trenosaur we've seen, and it's like you spend all the money on the paint for that. Granted, it's a figure by itself, but yeah, it's just a shame they can't sort of do it with these gift sets. Yeah, the this one that you're talking about, the Walmart exclusive Epic Attack, is actually a pretty nice figure. The sculpt has some very nice sharp detailing. It's got two different areas of dino damage. It looks like. Um, the paint is nice. It's got like a nice fade of from darker to the normal brown on the legs, and the back has a nice uh, coloration to it. Weirdly enough, the neck seems kind of long. <laughs> like I don't know why they did that, but they looks like they added. Oh, I see why they did that because of the second dino damage eyes on the neck. Uh, so they sculpted in the neck, but then kept the regular head sculpt as well. So it kind of creates an extra long neck. Okay. That'll do it. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm hoping by next time we record for uh, Jurassic June, we've got um, got the, the official release of the uh, the M-Class and Malcolm, just so we can have a look and see if it's worth the extra the extra paint they've put into that and uh, left it off, off the male T-Rex. But um, as we said, yours is going to Goodwill. This one might go into the uh, the son's toy box with a couple of the other T-Rex and not so much on the shelf. Uh, yeah. Hopefully it's not too expensive. I've been worried no. about that price point. I'm hoping sort of the 50 bucks. Uh, yeah, fingers crossed anyway. <laughs> Something I was not expecting. Uh, I know Takara Tomi for uh, the tr- work they do with Hasbro and Transformers, I was not expecting something related to Jurassic coming from them. 
Uh, they've got um, some 30th anniversary uh, figures coming in a box set. Trenosaur, Dorthosaur, and Velociraptor. Um, so a little bit of a different different sculpt, different build techniques than what we've seen with Mattel, including mm. articulated tails, which I don't think we haven't seen in any of the Mattel stuff or Hasbro since the world Jurassic World uh, stuff started coming out. So yeah, the um, what is it? What is it? Uh, the Tekka the Tekara Tomi toys. Uh, these they've released stuff before that's Jurassic related and their stuff is always it's very small and kind of pricey for the uh for for the size but they're always have great articulation great uh color and uh, I'm sorry great paint and uh really good sculpt accuracy in them mm. yep and you get them in a the box set, which the box, the box, you got the original, the, the uh, 30th anniversary Jurassic logo on there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I did something different. Um, I'm not too hot on the uh, Dilophosaurus paint here. The Raptor looks perfect. The T-Rex hang on looks, kind of reminds me of the Red Rex in a way, because yep. it's kind of a bit more red than the one they've released before. Yep. The Raptor, I think, is the best of the three here. The T-Rex Alex has got the flat nose thing going on, like the Jurassic World sculpt. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I'm just trying to think size-wise now. These are probably going to be... Um, I'm thinking the Reveltech T-Rex that come out, male T-Rex that come out a long time ago. About that size or a little bit bigger? Because there's no, no comparison photos here or anything, but... Um, Oh, someone's mentioned here. Oh, okay, two to three inches long, so, yeah, they are pretty small. Yep. Um, are you going to be looking for these when they come out? Probably not. Like I said, they're usually pretty expensive for the prices that they are for their size, so I usually skip them. Yeah, and just distribution too, whether or not they'll get to actual stores or it's going to be online-only purchase. There's another big one as well. Excuse me. Yes, Alan. Given the prices that we charge to students and schools, what sort of improvements have been made in Flynn? Uh, I mean, um, income OS 12. And this year we put a 12 on the box. Uh, we don't normally talk captives, but um, there's been some photos coming out of a new wave with uh, some captives compies. <laughs> um, I love it, the, the way it's been shot on a uh, on a log in front of Roland and the uh, the um, the snag the uh, not the snagger the lost world jeep anyway. Yeah, the, I think it's uh, the Roland and Jeep set that they've got shown here with them in front of the... Outrigger. Outrigger, that's the one. It, oh, is that what it was? I thought it was the... Um, it, look, it just looked like the like the regular Mattel Jeep to me. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh. That, was the out, that was the Outrigger, wasn't it? That's what they called the Outrigger? No. Oh, yeah, it was the Outrigger. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was, I was thinking the one with the big arms. Yeah, Snagger. That's what I kept on thinking of. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll just I, talk. And... The, there was a kind of a side-by-side uh, with Roland and the Compies. The Compies are a bit big, maybe a bit more like Coelophysis in size. But 
the way that they're uh, pictured here on Collector Essex Facebook page, it looks really cool because they look like they're they're in the foreground. So it looks like so the uh, size is a bit more fudged here. <laughs> bit of that false perspective, but even even with uh, rolled in the background um, a little bit faded, it it does really show you and make you appreciate how good that Roland figure is because it looks pretty realistic, uh, him standing there. And uh, you see, you said the the seal of ice, so if, if these were in a, a retro Jurassic um, carded um, clamshell or something, I'd probably think they were a, a, a redo at the original seal of ice as well, just the long beaks on them, uh, not so much the dark greens and that like we've seen in the compies before, more of those light colours. But uh, again, for the size, how small these things are, the paint looks fantastic. And uh, you're probably not going to take too many photos with the camera being this close to them, but they uh, they look good for what they are and their price. Now we've, uh, we've got a run here of some stuff that... Uh, Universal's licensed out for the 30th anniversary. Um, we'll breeze through these quickly. First up, we got an advent calendar, which, yay. Uh, <laughs> the 30th anniversary is in June, and we've got a calendar for Christmas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> featuring, of course, the uh, the rotunda scene from uh, Jurassic Park, the dinosaur banner flying or floating down as the T-Rex roars. Um, iconic scene, a scene. I know why you do it. Um I know there's going to be a lot of people who probably pick this up and uh, not open all the little doors just to save it. I've got a couple from other films that I've done the same. I don't think there's any chocolate left in it anymore. It's probably all just turned to dust, back to cocoa. <laughs> but uh, how are you with advent calendars? Do you grab the theme one each year? Nah, not really. Yeah. I remember seeing the one last year in store, I think like mid-December, and I'm just like, eh. <laughs> No Kylo Ren one at home or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, moving on again, uh, another little novelty here um, from from Goodar Sunglasses. Um, they've got a couple of different designs here inspired by the Ford Explorer, uh, the Jeep, and um, Mr. DNA as well. Um Sunglasses, David. Are you a bit of a sunglass wearer? Uh, yeah, I can be. <laughs> what about uh, overpriced themed licensed sunglasses? <laughs> well, um, not so much, but I got to admit they're kind of calling me. <laughs> I I never spend money on good sunglasses. Yes, they yep. break and lose them so fast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I go straight into the hardware store and buy a twelve pack of safety black sunglasses and that's all I wear because I know they get dropped, they get sat on, they get everything. I've got a couple of nice sunglasses at home if I do go out, but um, yeah, for the main part, <laughs> it's the old $1.99 each <laughs> plastic sunglasses. I have a replica of the pair of the Terminator 2 sunglasses oh. and like I'm afraid to wear them anywhere because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them broken. Yeah, yep, no, good call. Um so you would be you would be looking at picking a couple of these up again distribution whether it's um, from their website whether it's through uh, Amazon or something else you'd be looking at grabbing one of more of these. Yeah, I'm not so big on the Mr. DNA one, but the two vehicle ones, the Jeep and the Explorer ones, I do like, mm -hmm. especially the Explorer ones. Yep, 
and should mention too, it does come in a cardboard box with um, a bit of uh, Jurassic art on it and the Dilophosaur, a bit of concept art for Dilophosaur under the lid too, which looks fantastic. Nice, vibrant colours there. Whether it's... Um, well, it's not crash art, so it's it's obviously something they've had an artist do up as part mm -hmm. of the licence, but even Actually, just... I think that's, once again, um, I think that Robert Miranda's Dilophosaurus sculpt again. <laughs> Once again, rears, the, a fan sculpt rears its head and officially licensed merchandise. <laughs> I've tried to get him so many times just to like tell Universal to, hey, like at least pay me when you use this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but they would, uh, they would display, and it is nice art. So um, probably worth getting just for just for that itself, and uh, maybe. Maybe wear them when you go to see Jurassic if it's released next month. Yeah. We, we still don't know yet. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Um, I was going to say the Explorer ones almost kind of had like a 90s feel to them just in the style. They well, almost, it, almost feel like one of those tacky 90s sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Well, go back to 93. You'd, you'd probably see this in the stores with all the, uh, the stationery and party supplies and that. It just it's, it feels like the era. Um, something else I think belongs in the nineties. Uh, rubber duckies, David. No, uh, no. Um, Darth Vader or Stormtrooper rubber duckies at home in the bathroom. <laughs> no, but the T Rex one here, or the Raptor one. I mean, I kind of dig it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm skull design. It's, it's kind of cute. I gotta admit. It's kind he's, of cute. He's got the evil eyes going too. Um, he knows he's an apex predator. <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, Numscale Designs uh, have got uh, the hands on the license as well, and um, they've got a, a set of three uh, rubber duckies here: a Muldoon, a Raptor, and a Dilophosaur as well. Again, for the most part, the Raptor, the paint on the Dilophosaur, I think, looks pretty good, apart from just the orange, the far far corners of the frill, but. Even the Muldoon looks fantastic. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, I'd ask the question, why <laughs> Why do we need to uh, do these as rubber duckies? And at the end of the day, it's going to come down to price and uh, availability, but I'm, uh, I'm kind of digging these. I know, I am too. And I think the better question is, why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd also like to ask the question is, is it going to stop at these three? Um, um, I kind of hope not. I hope we get. A, I definitely hope we get a T Rex one. I'm surprised they went to the, with the Dilophosaurus before they went with T Rex. Yeah, yeah, and maybe because obviously it's the uh, license for the 30th anniversary, but that Raptor could easily just repaint it into a blue straight away. Uh, yeah, I was thinking the same. We're definitely probably going to get a blue at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe once the 30th is over. Um, if they're allowed, if they're able to keep the license, maybe they will go into other other figures. Maybe mm -hmm. another human. We we'll get a, a a Dennis. Well, then we'll have a Dennis to go after the Dwarfs or two, so um, or a Hammond Hammond T Rex, Triceratops, <laughs> Brachiosaur maybe a little bit hard, but uh... yeah, <laughs> do a Swan with that one. Yeah, yep. <laughs> um, <Or a> moose. <laughs> Uh, finally, um, 
coming in from does not say oh no uh lounge fly have uh, got their hands on the license as well for the third anniversary and they're doing a line of wallets um again one done up in the sort of explorer paint scheme uh i like that black thing's just a tag so yeah we've got an explorer themed wallet here um David, I don't even carry a wallet anymore. I've got a phone that a couple of my cards slip into the back of in this case. So <laughs> um, even though this looks like more of just a card case, uh, not so much like your uh, traditional wallet, but um, are you after a replacement for yours currently? or? Uh, no, I I still carry the uh, old-fashioned bifold. So it's a, it's a nice leather wallet. I have... I swear I remember seeing a bifold wallet like this years ago. I don't know if Universal still sells it, but I swear seeing it years ago. Mm. And it was in like the Explorer theme too, with the logo and everything on there. Usually these wallets are pretty undersized. You can't fit much in them. So I'm going to just stick with mine. I got it stuffed with all kinds of different cards. Money mm. in. So if I still carry cash, okay, because occasionally you'll run into something that's like, oh, sorry, we're cash only. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The um, ice cream stand down the street has been around for probably 40 years and has always been cash only. Mm-hmm. It's gone through like three different owners, and it's every time it's always used teenagers who have to calculate everything by hand. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like serious. Like they have to calculate the tax and everything. You know, they give them a notepad and a pencil. <laughs> wow! And you pay in their cash only. <laughs> it's like one of those weird, weird town traditions. But yeah, yeah. Cash is still cash is still only is still a thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, I suppose that'll get us into the, the bigger topic or discussion here with the last couple of items for the 30th anniversary. Here we are. It's May. It's all it's getting to the midpoint of May now. Um, Universal's obviously handed the license out to some of these smaller companies, uh, which obviously all this stuff would have sold out on their websites and that pretty much straight away just because of how big the fandom and the fan base is that wants this stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it as you said with the Explorer wallet, it feels like something you've seen at Universal many years ago. And a lot of this stuff, even the advent calendar, just it feels like just souvenirs. They want to, they want a reason to stock the uh, the souvenir stand at the end of the Jurassic World tour, live tour, or the uh, whatever they call the Jurassic World ride at Universal now. It just feels like they needed stuff to stock stock the shelves in there for uh, mm-hmm. for souvenirs for tour- the tourists so to speak um we still have no idea if uh if they're going to re-release i assume they're going to re-release the film in theaters but that's not going to happen we completely missed out on the the 40th anniversary of revenge of the sith no that's wrong uh, return of the jedi here uh over this last i'm week. not that old man <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll come whether i'm still here or not it'll come <laughs> Uh, so speaking of which, of the 40th anniversary Return of the Jedi, they did release them limitedly in some of the theaters here. And I was able the other day I scored the um, the Super Star Destroyer Lego set that I've been wanting. It sold out on the website, but I walked into Wallet or Walmart looking for a gift for my dog's first birth, first birthday and came out with Lego instead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. Uh, yeah, so I I completely missed the um the the 3D redo of Jurassic Park in when was that 2010 2012? Uh, 2013 I think. Oh, 2013. Yeah, when that came out, missed that. So I've never actually seen Jurassic Park on the big screen. So it's something I'd really love to do. And um, even the 25th anniversary didn't happen here. I know it happened select spots over in the states and that and. I can sit here and jump up and down and go, well, you're doing a shit job, Universal, but I don't really know. Uh, they they had the big fan event for Jurassic 25, had the cars and everything, Universal Studios, and and seemed to care about it then. <laughs> but uh, this year, it doesn't seem like anything organised apart from these little novelty things, and nothing I could... I couldn't really come up with any ideas what they could do, There's, uh, but something like that fan event at Universal or something in the States where you can sort of max out, get as many fans in one spot as you can. I know us international people are always going to lose out. That's just the norm of how things go. But um, it's just a little disappointing. Here we are under a month away from the, the anniversary and there's nothing really big planned. Uh, no. There's a steel book coming out that I know of. But oh, again, yes. underwhelming. It's got a um the steel cover is literally i think it has literally the iron studios t-rex on the cover <laughs> and then they have like some art cards with like very generic backgrounds and jurassic world era renders on the uh photoshopped into them they have yeah. a collectible booklet which i suspect to be just stuff taken out of the um visual history book and then it has a film cell replica which i noticed isn't actually a film a replica of a film cell it's just a screen cap that has been cropped to four three ratio oh i thought that was kind of i thought that was kind of shitty of them to do to say oh yeah we're gonna give you a replica well no it's not really a replica it's just a screen cap that you cropped yeah that. Like I, 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 like I, I took the actual screen cap that's in the film cell from the open mat, and then was cropped into four three to show you to show what they're doing to create the screen cap. And it's like, how could you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's. I remember there being a list of things. Somebody asked if uh, what you would do for it. I, it was on Twitter, and I remember answering, well, for one, I'd uh, do a, a new a, a new movie pack, trilogy pack, that does have new exclusive stuff. The last time we got anything that was actually new in a box set was 2013, or I'm sorry, 2011, mm. with the Ultimate, uh, with the ultimate tri- uh, Trilogy, or Ultimate Collection, I think. Yeah. That's what it was called. And that came with the new um, Return to Jurassic documentary. And what I would do is I would do another new one with a with a whole disc just of the various stuff that fans have collected over the years. If I was Universal, I'd reach out to fans. I'd be asking, hey, who has any kind of exclusive material that nobody else has? That we've lost. What's that? That they've lost over the years. Yeah, that they don't have, even have. There's fans, and I'm going to, not to brag, but I'm probably one of them who has more in my archive than Universal does. 
Yeah. The Universal should be asking around right now to people like Todd Marks and what, what was his name? I think it's um, uh, Josh Joshua Winston who won, runs Legacy Effects, Stan Sun, and they have all those videos that they release on their YouTube that Universal could ask and they could compile that into its own into its own like semi feature length featurette. The main the these exclusive videos collected and actually released all into one set. And they don't do that. They don't use one of their greatest resources. I feel like um, when Palpatine is trying to turn Anakin, use my knowledge, I beg <laughs> you. <laughs> Universal has one of the biggest assets the fandom and doesn't utilize it like they should be. There is so much in the hands of fans who actually care about this franchise, care about preserving the history of this franchise. And Universal is like, eh. And I don't understand how they could be like that. Yeah. I just, I think they could have done a lot more. I also would have released the movie back in the theaters on June 11th, of course, naturally. Um, I would have done a fan event with all the cast still with all the remaining cast from the first movie. And even if they do that, I remember when they did the 25th event, they announced it like a month or two ahead. It was very, very last minute. And people were really disappointed because they're like, I don't have time to save up vacation days for something that's only three weeks away. Well, that kind of book flights to LA, the whole, and the accommodation, the whole, yeah, the whole lot. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I live on the other side of the country from L.A. I don't have uh, time to just run off to L.A. for a fan event. And I would, if I were them, I would have done an event both in Univer- uh, Universal Studios and then again at Islands of Adventure, like, say, a week later. And yeah. just do that way you give both sides of the country an opportunity, because when they do these fan events, they tend to only do them in L.A., and that's kind of really restricts most of the country from being able to actually g- attend these events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got to maximize the, the most amount of fans you can get get to attend to sort of not so much legitimize the uh, that the the event, but to make it worth it for a lot of fans. But as as you were saying before, with um, behind the scenes stuff, even look at what. Um, Dan at Stuck on Sauna's been able to do that podcast, just interviewing people that worked on Jurassic Park 3. And some of the stuff that's mm-hmm. coming out on production and that for Jurassic Park 3 that we never knew about before. And that's just a matter of one fan going out there and interviewing some people in production that are willing to talk. If Universal's behind it, it doesn't have to be a fan. It probably should be just to have that interaction and go. And if you ask a question about the T-Rex animatronic, you can sort of be back and forth back and forth on it uh, where just a plain old interview would probably just answer to ask the question and move on to the next thing but um interview cast uh, i can't remember his first name lynn terry like production designers all that sort of stuff um again forgetting the name the lady that released all the behind the scenes photos from jurassic park all the set photos and that that we'd never seen before just interview interview those sort of people that are still some are finding this stuff for the first time in so many years in their storage lockers or whatever else or or even give a people a few pokes and get some fans involved or whatever and, and find this stuff that because the amount of times you hear hear people in production say oh, i've still got something that it's in storage somewhere and 
that's never going to be found until they unfortunately probably die and the family's got to clean clean it all out and it may be lost forever but there is a lot of things that they could be doing <laughs> but mm-hmm. seemingly aren't uh not when fast 10's about to come out and they're about to get another two billion off their fast franchise so yeah, priorities i think aren't quite there for universal but uh yeah it's a shame anyway that's um that's been the news uh for april uh, a little bit there to discuss hopefully again next month drastic june um we'll probably wait until then before we will cover may and uh, april uh, may and june at the same time uh dave anything else like we've piled on universal enough for one day <laughs> <laughs> No, I think we're good. Yeah, all right. Let's get out of here for the week, and we'll be back next week with another minute of Fallen Kingdom. All right.